Hello and welcome to Young Catholic Speaks. My name is Bennett and today I'm going to be talking about suffering. A while back, I watched a TED Talk called Everything Happens for a Reason and Other Lies I've Loved by Kate Bowler. Normally, I would have simply ignored a video with this kind of title, but at the time, I had been reflecting about how in God's plan, everything does happen for a reason, and how things that seemed unimportant or bothersome ended up being helpful to me later on. So I watched the video, and today, I want to answer her talk. First, my definition and Mrs. Bowler's definition of everything happens for a reason were different. Her definition is what I'm going to be responding to, so let me briefly describe her position. Mrs. Bowler had been studying the sect of Christianity called the Prosperity Gospel. This belief is that of God wants you to be prosperous in worldly affairs, and if bad things happen to you, then it's because you have sinned. I can't explain it as well as Mrs. Bowler did, so you should probably check out the video of her talk. My brief explanation will work for our purposes, though. At first glance, the prosperity gospel makes sense. Throughout the Bible, God speaks of how he will prosper those who obey him and how those who sin will receive his divine recompense. However, there is one book of the Bible that stands out among the rest, the book of Job. The book of Job is the story of a righteous man named Job who did good and avoided sin. He was blessed with a large family and abundant herds of livestock. But in the beginning of the book, Satan, which is Hebrew for adversary or enemy, goes to God and says that Job will surely forsake God if only his riches were taken away. God allows the enemy to take away Job's riches, but Job remains faithful to God. So the enemy goes back to God and gets permission to afflict Job with severe, painful diseases. Yet Job remains faithful to God still. At the end of the book, God restores Job's blessings and Job is healed. But with the prosperity gospel mentality, it doesn't make sense as to why Job suffered in the first place. We can learn a lot from the book of Job. Firstly, suffering does not come from God. He only allows us to suffer. It is the enemy that causes us to suffer. But like many of the things he does, it doesn't always work out for him. Which brings me to the second takeaway. Suffering can actually bring us closer to God. Job, even though he was suffering, remained faithful to God. And towards the end of the book, even got to meet God himself. Another great example of coming closer to God through suffering is in the conversion of St. Paul, which can be found in chapter 9 of the Acts of the Apostles. You can also find a great example in the life of St. Ignatius of Loyola. Finally, suffering is usually not a result of personal sin. Job was blameless. He spends pretty much the entire book defending himself, even though his friends are convinced that he was suffering because of a sin. That brings me back to the prosperity gospel. Clearly, suffering is not a result 
of our personal sins, normally. But why does the rest of the Bible seem to contradict this? The answer is that God is speaking about eternity. When he promises good things to those who do good and bad things to those who sin, he's talking about heaven and hell. Did you notice that God only restored Job's fortune after his suffering was over? This foreshadows our reward in heaven after our time in this world of sin and suffering is over. Now that that part of the prosperity gospel has been taken care of, let's talk about the other part. God wants us to be successful in this world. That is, he wants us to be financially and socially successful, etc. If this is true, why does he let us suffer? To answer this question, we must now look to the New Testament. If we look at the life of Christ, we see that he lived in poverty, even though he was perfect, and then, though he was innocent, suffered the most brutal death possible. God used the passion of our Lord to allow us to go to heaven. This is God's first priority. God will allow us to suffer temporarily, just like Jesus did, if it helps us or others go to heaven, where we will be eternally happy. And an amazing thing about suffering is that we can offer our suffering to God to help other souls as well as our own. God truly makes all things new. And we aren't meant to suffer alone either. When we unite our suffering to the Lord's, He comes and helps us carry our crosses, just like Simon helped Him carry His own. And just like Simon, we are called to help others bear their crosses of suffering. We can do this by performing the corporal works of mercy. These are to feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, clothe the naked, visit the imprisoned, shelter the homeless, visit the sick, and bury the dead, also known as comforting and visiting those mourning the loss of a loved one. And remember, whatever we do for the least of our brothers and sisters, we do for Jesus. My challenge for you this month is to find at least one corporal work of mercy that you can do and do it. Also, be sure to pray for those who are suffering, that they unite their suffering to that of Jesus. And to those of you who are suffering, run to the Sacred Heart of Jesus who promises to comfort us in all of our afflictions. I know firsthand that he does not make empty promises. And that's the episode. Thank you so much for listening. This is the 13th episode of Young Catholic Speaks. That's right, we've been doing this for a year. Please keep me in your prayers as I continue this year, and be sure to pray in union with me. When you do that, all of a sudden, a whole lot of people are praying for your intentions, and you are praying for their intentions. Also, please be sure to share Young Catholic Speaks with somebody else. The best way for this podcast to grow is by word of mouth, so please spread the word. And finally, my website, where you can find all of my episodes so far, services where you can listen to Young Catholic Speaks, and more, is youngcatholicspeaks.podbean.com.
www.bennettbennett.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. My name is Bennett, this is Young Catholic Speaks, and if God wills it, I'll see y'all next month.